Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast. I'm your host, Claire Coles, and this is a special bonus episode of the Kentucky Derby 2022 update, as well as going back and giving you some context on the Kentucky Derby, Run of the Roses, Triple Crown, all of that, which was a blog post in 2019. So turning that into a podcast episode. We're going to start with the 2022 update so that if those of you who have actually read the blog post from 2019, you don't get super bored. (laughs) So, but for this year's Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby is the first leg and it is tomorrow. So this year is the 148th run of the Kentucky Derby, which is also called the Run of the Roses. That will run on May 7th of 2022. You can catch it on USA. Coverage starts at 11 a.m. and then turns to NBC at 1.30. However, actual race time is not until about 5.57. So lots of coverage beforehand, but the most exciting two minutes in sports begins at 5.57. Again, this race is about two minutes. That's why it's called the most exciting run, two minutes in sports, and it will be about a mile, 0.25 long. Secretariat has the track record at 159.4, and this, again, is the first leg of the Triple Crown. The next two will be the Preakness. That will be in Maryland on May 21st, and then the Belmont Stakes on June 11th. So why is this such a big deal? So the most exciting two minutes in sports, bets actually total up to $233 million last year alone. The winner gets a million point eight six, and there's $3 million purse that goes to the top five finishers. Brands that partner with the Derby also make a killing. Those brands are like Williams-Sonoma, Woodford Reserve, and Vineyard Vines. So what other time of year do you see so many men in pastels? (laughs) So let's go over some of this year's horses. So some of the favorites, which I have live odds like linked on the actual blog post if you want to see it and bet on it. But some of the favorites that I just wanted to highlight. Epicenter is the current favorite at nine to two. This is as of Friday, like end of workday. He has won three races in Louisiana, which are known to be prep races for the Kentucky Derby. Tayeba is currently four, five to one odds, and he is undefeated in the two races he ran before, which includes Santa Anita Derby. If he wins, his jockey would be the oldest jockey to win at the Kentucky Derby at age 56. Messier is currently sitting at seven to one odds. His trainer is Tim Yachtin. You may not recognize it, but he was Bob Baffert's former assistant. I'll get a little bit more into that here in a second. Mo Denegal is seven to one. He is top. He has a top trainer, Todd Pledger, an experienced jockey, and has already beaten Zandon in a race before. Watch for his closing speed on this horse. Zandon was the opening betting favorite. He is now eight to one odds. He tends to run from the back, so don't be too discouraged if he starts there. But this Black Beauty can certainly run and finish the race. White Aburio is ten to one. Also, I consider him among the favorites. He is the best racehorse in Florida and has only lost at one track. Now, granted, that is Churchill Downs. So (laughs) take that with a grain of salt. The horse with the best story is Barber Road. Barber Road was purchased by the former CEO of Walmart for just $15,000. That is a steal when we're talking about racehorses. 
His trainer, jockey, and owner are all Kentucky Derby rookies. So this would make a great story if he were to win here. My tip is to bet him to place because he has actually been a runner-up four different times. We do have two scratches in the field so far, Ethereal Road and Rattle and Roll. And then the biggest long shot that you can bet on right now is Rich Strike at 99 to 1. So here's some helpful hints at when if you want to get involved in betting this year. Although the number one posting spot is always tempting to take, that spot is extremely hard to get a clean run from. Since 1978, only three horses from posts one through three have won the race. That's because if a horse or a jockey makes a slight mistake, they get swallowed up by those other 20 horses or so that are fighting for that inside rail, and then they get boxed in and just stuck. So I'll explain kind of those vocab words here in a sec too. A clean trip does make all the difference to kind of go along with that same trend. Since 2008, six winners have been from post 13 or wider due to the ability to actually make it cleanly around the track. Eight of the last 12 winners have been in the top three at second call. So quick starters do tend to be successful in the most recent years. That being said, make sure they can still last that full mile and a quarter. So like I said, starting off as quick is nice because they do get out and have clean tracks. So all of that kind of matches what I was saying in the first point. Favorites are favorites for a reason. Every horse from 2013 to 2018 that won the Kentucky Derby was the favorite. So, but don't put too much stock in winning races in Dubai. Those are known for being impressive, but the Kentucky Derby is a big step up from those races. So when they say they've won the races over in Dubai and all of that, kind of take that with a grain of salt. And my last tip is trainers are important. Three trainers have been responsible for half of the winners in the last 12 years. Those three trainers are Bob Baffert, which I'll get into in a second, Todd Pledger, another one of the favorites, and Doug O'Neill. So the big news this year is that Bob Baffert will not be at Churchill Downs. Remember, Bob Baffert's horse, Medina Spirit, was disqualified after winning the Run of the Roses last year after it failed a post-race drug test. So he has been banned for two years. Baffert was the trainer responsible for two Cripple Crowns and that record-breaking seven Kentucky Derby wins. Now that seventh was Medina Spirit, so that obviously was stripped. So Baffert is back to a record tying six Kentucky Derbies. There were actually like lounges and suites and posters all over with Bob Baffert's face and name and all of that over the iconic track, but those have now been removed. So Obviously, this is a huge deal in case you didn't know, um, obviously because of the disqualification last year. So they have been through a huge almost renovation to get him off of all of their paraphernalia. Tim Yakteen was Bob Baffert's assistant 20 years ago and was not super involved in the upper echelon of Baffert's horses, but the betting odds are certainly swaying towards him. He has two races that were Baffert trainees, Taiba, like I said earlier, and Messier. That wraps up the 2022 update. So I now am going to go back and kind of go over some vocab and some history about the Kentucky Derby just to put it in perspective for you. Again, this was from a blog post of 2019. So um, just so that you know the difference between a trifecta and a perfecta kind of bet and all of that. So and what a clean run really means and all of that. So um, 
so yeah, so let's get back to a little bit of the history. When was the first Kentucky Derby? It was 1875. So this race has been run every year, obviously COVID excluding, but even during the world wars, this was still run and the great depression. So the other races cannot say the same, the other, the other triple crown races. The Preakness began in 1873, so technically two years before the Derby. And the Belmont Stakes is actually one of the oldest sporting events still in existence. It began in 1867. To put that in perspective, the United States only had 37 states. The Civil War had been, go, had been over for two years, and the pitcher Cy Young was born on that year. So when do these horses get to compete? What kind of horses are we talking about? When do you get it? All of that. So thoroughbred horses that are three years old get to compete in the Kentucky Derby. So you only get one shot at this with your horse. It can be a boy or a girl horse, but only 11 fillies, which means a girl horse, have won one of the Triple Crown races. 95% of the races are won by colts. Again, boy horses. So, and if you want the full list of horses running and winning previously, go check out the blog. Is it the Triple Crown hard to win? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Only 13 horses have won the Triple Crown since 1875. The first one was Sir Barton in 1919. Then we, I list them all out on the blog, but I won't go through all the other 12. 35 horses have come into the Belmont Stakes winning the previous two races, but fell short. Father-son horse pair to win the Triple Crown was Gallant Fox in 1930 and Omaha in 1935. The legendary Secretariat won by 31.5 legs in 224 in 1973. Both records stand today still. And then Seattle Slough in 1977 was the first undefeated horse to win the Triple Crown. It wouldn't be a Girlfriend's Guide to Sports podcast episode if I didn't give you some trivia so that you know it going into the Kentucky Derby. So only three horses competed in the 1982 Kentucky Derby. Why only three? No idea. No woman jockey has never has ever won the Kentucky Derby. Diane Crump was the first female jockey to race in the Derby, and she was also the first woman to ride in a pro horse race in the United States. However, she did not win. The Derby is also called the Run for the Roses as the winner gets a blanket sewn with over 400 roses and it weighs about 40 pounds and it's placed on the horse after the race. The founder of the Kentucky Derby was Lewis Clark Jr., who was the grandson of William Clark from the famous duo of Lewis and Clark. 19 previous winners of the Derby have started with the letter S. This year, we have three horses that all begin with the letter S. It's Summer is Tomorrow, Smile Happy, and Simplification. So we'll see if that trend continues. And to wrap it up, let's go over some quick vocabulary you will hear while listening to it on TV or if you want to talk about it at the office. So a normal bet is usually to win, place, or show. So if a... if you know, if you're betting on a horse to win, that definitely makes sense. But to place means you're betting that they would sit in second and to show is third. So if you bet Zandon to show, you will get paid money if Zandon places third or higher. The backstretch is the straight part of the track opposite of the finish line. So when they go around and have that long straightaway before the finish line, that is called the backstretch. 
Blinkers are those devices over the horse's eyes and they limit peripheral vision. This keeps them in their own lane and just keeps them in their own game. That's what they're supposed to do, but they can actually see a little bit of what's going on. Getting boxed in is when a horse gets trapped by other horses and cannot move up or back and they, or to the side. They just get stuck with horses all around them. The Breeders' Cup is something you'll hear about because these horses are competing in that for the whole year. That is a year-end championship for thoroughbreds. Eight races on one day on a different track every year with a purse totaling $13 million. A crop is actually what the, hawk, the jockey uses to whip the horse and make it go faster. A dead heat is a tie. An even money bet is if you bet a dollar and you win a dollar. An exacta is a bet placed where you try to guess the first and second places horses on one ticket. Now those do not have to be in order. A perfecta is the bet that places the first and second place horses in the correct order. A quinilla is a bet where the first two finishers must be picked in their order. A superfecta is a bet on four horses to cross the line in the exact order. Trifecta is the same thing, but only three horses to cross the line in the exact order. So those are the kind of different bets that you can can make. You will hear the term furlong. A furlong is a eighth of a mile, so that's about 220 yards. A gelding is a boy horse that has been spayed or neutered. Hands are what is used to measure the how tall a horse is. It's about four inches. So thoroughbreds are usually about 15 to 17 hands tall. A length is short for a horse length, which is usually about eight feet. That's described, usually used to describe how much a horse wins by so many lengths. To win by a nose is the smallest margin a horse can win by. That's obviously based on the length of a horse's nose. The paddock is where the horses are kept and get saddled up before the horse. If you are actually at a horse race or Kentucky Derby, you can actually go visit the paddock and see the horses while they're getting tacked up. Being tacked up just means getting their gear on. To post is the starting point of the race. A stallion is a boy horse that is ready for breeding. And a trip is the way a horse and rider handled the course. So if a horse has a good trip, that means they raced well and there was no unusual activity, like they raced wide or they got boxed in or they were hit by another horse or there was contact. So hopefully that helps y'all when watching the Kentucky Derby tomorrow. It's going to be, like I said, the most exciting two minutes in sports. So be sure to tune in and I hope that helped y'all out and hope y'all tune in for the weekly update on Monday.